What is good, Cultivate family? Welcome back to a solo episode of the podcast, a nice bite-sized one for you this week. I am on a four-day work week right now because I am going on tour for the first time in ages at the end of this week. These are the first solo shows I am playing for myself under the name Louis with a full band and I'm like really nervous but super super excited so I am heading down south to play a couple of shows with a band called Lakes. I'm playing in London at a venue called Moth Club on Friday and I'm playing in Brighton at a venue called The Hope and Ruin on Saturday. So if you're listening to this before the evening of the 17th of November and you live in London or Brighton please feel free to come down to a show and please say hey if you do. I always love meeting people that listen to the podcast. The episode last week with M Donks, I had so many messages from you lot saying how helpful it was. So I'm really, really glad that it was and it was such a nice conversation. And my diary for the guests that I'm bringing on between now and the end of the year is wicked. So it's gonna be a mixture of solo short episodes from me like this. And I think some people think I'm absolutely bonkers for bringing on other coaches because what if the people that listen to the podcast go and work with those coaches? But you know what? If the vibe is right and whether you vibe with me or you vibe with someone I bring on here, I'm just glad that you found them. Cultivate is a free resource. That's the whole point of it. And getting to collaborate with like other people in the industry is awesome, especially more trans and non-binary and queer people because there was a time where we didn't do stuff like this. We didn't have stuff like this to listen to. So fuck yeah for that. Today, we are gonna talk about the all or nothing mindset. It is a common theme and a common struggle amongst a lot of the people that come to work with me. And that's normally in relation to food or movement. So an all or nothing mindset, when I say that, what I mean is we either wanna do something just as we envision it so perfectly, or we just don't want to do it at all. So if it can't be done perfectly, we'll often just say fuck it and sack it off. Now there is absolutely nothing wrong with striving for greatness in what we do. But if we try to be perfect every day of the week, we'd probably find we do very, very little with our days at all. So as soon as something doesn't go how we want it to, saying fuck it, throwing the towel and quitting at that point, that's that all or nothing mindset kicking in. Now we see it a lot with New Year's resolutions specifically, which is why I thought this was a good episode to do as we're nearing the end of the year. In January, people will ask far too much of themselves. They'll put really high pressure on themselves to eat well, to move more, to make better decisions, to form better habits. And then when they're seven days in and they miss the eighth day, they'll throw the towel in. That is the all or nothing mindset. That is what we're going to delve into today. So the reason talking about this with my people and talking about this with you on the podcast today is because I struggled with an all or nothing mindset for years, years and years of my life. For more of my life than I haven't at this point. After years of being ingrained in diet culture, for me, it was always, oh, diet and exercise starts on Monday. Every Monday was a new start. And then when I started on Monday, if on Wednesday I was invited out for dinner, I would actually class me going out for dinner as failing and I would give up and then I would order a takeaway every day of the week. I would feel a bit shit 
it would have a domino effect on my mood, my work week and my mental health. And I would also end up really out of pocket because I definitely couldn't afford to do that every day of the week. When I started on a Monday with a new exercise program, but I was busy at work and I missed a workout, I would count that as a failure. And then I just wouldn't go again. I'd say, fuck it. And I wouldn't do it. And then maybe like a month later or the following Monday, I would spend money on buying a new program and then I'd start that. And then I'd maybe miss one day because something came up and then I'd say, fuck it again. It was a vicious cycle. And I was scared of failing every time. And I think maybe because I was choosing to give up, I was choosing to say, fuck it. Technically, I wasn't failing. But I absolutely was failing because I wanted to be a person that moved their body. I wanted to be a person that built the body that felt right for me and ate well and grew my business and went on tour. I wanted to do all of these things and maintain healthy habits throughout. But I just quit every time as soon as it got tough. I would try and start a new habit like journaling or meditation. And as soon as I missed one session, I would just completely throw it out because I'd broken that streak because for some reason in my head, I needed that streak to be perfect. Now this all eventually, as you might've guessed, led me into a really, really bad eating disorder. And I had a very, very unhealthy relationship with exercise as well. It was awful. I couldn't make any sort of strength progress and that made me frustrated and angry at myself. So I would just hate on myself constantly because I wasn't getting stuff perfect. But why was I putting so much pressure on myself to be perfect in these areas of my life when in other areas of my life I wasn't asking that of myself? If I made a mistake on stage, if I fucked up a guitar part, I didn't stop the performance mid-show and just leave the gig. That wouldn't be cool. I wouldn't have got paid. People would have been pretty aggy about that and no one cared. If I wrote a really bad song, I wouldn't give up music forever. And then more practically, if I had a car and I bust a tire on the motorway on the way to a show, I wouldn't slash every tire on the car or the van just because one wasn't usable. That doesn't make sense. So hopefully you see what I'm getting at here. Just striving for that perfection. You want it all or you don't want anything at all. But that isn't the way that we make progress. That isn't the way that we get where we want to be. So what eventually brought me out of that all or nothing mindset? What helped me move away from having that attitude towards everything? When I was thinking about this before I hit record, I think what eventually brought me out of it was learning about flexibility and having a growth mindset and not being scared to fail. The flexibility allowed me to change up my workouts if I missed one. And then having more of a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset, that taught me that getting two sessions in instead of the plan four was still way better than getting zero in and giving up altogether. And then I worked with a coach for a while before I was a coach that was just like, yeah, if you miss a workout, just crack on with the next one. And that was life changing for me because I would ultimately tell myself I would have to make up for my missed sessions next week. And obviously that wasn't sustainable because that might involve me doing seven workouts in a week. And I had to do life, I had to work. That wasn't an option and I would be killing myself to do that. In Superhuman, my trans mass program, one of the most common questions I'll get asked is, 
I missed a workout this week. Can I get it back? And can I do it on top of everything else this week? And my reply to everyone is like, nah, it's all cool. Crack on. And sometimes I think people are really surprised at how casual I am about it because I am a coach. But I would much rather people just cracked on than they miss a workout and give up completely. And that seems really casual. But what everyone isn't seeing is the years that I punished myself for doing this and how detrimental it was to my mental health and well-being. So I don't want anyone else to ever go down that path. And if I can have a hand in them not doing that, then I'm absolutely going to do that. If I couldn't move perfectly, then I just wouldn't move. If I couldn't eat perfectly, then I would binge eat. All or nothing eventually just sent me into a really, really unhealthy pattern of self-sabotage. And I don't want that for anyone. So we're like 12 minutes in. And if a lot of this is like ringing alarm bells or it resonates with you and you're like, oh God, that's me. Now I want to talk about how you overcome your all or nothing mindset. So here are all of my top tips. Here are all the things that I would talk about with my people day to day in First Culture Club. So first up, don't ask everything of yourself all at once. We want to build up slowly. So in relation to workouts, if you're not hitting one consistently, don't put extra pressure on yourself to do six. Start with one, build from there. If you have trouble getting in your five a day of fruit and vegetables or eating a serving of protein with every meal, why don't you shoot for three of your five a day and two servings of protein instead. Small steps. Don't ask for everything all at once. Next up, stop saying fuck it. If something doesn't work out as you planned, don't quit in that moment because it's not perfect. Because it's probably never going to be perfect. Let's not quit at the first sign of something being tough. Because life will always happen and stuff will always get in the way. And I think to an extent, we've actually kind of got to make peace with that a little bit. Something's always going to go wrong. Something's always going to be annoying or frustrating. Something unexpected is always going to come along that disrupts everything you might have intended to do that week. We've got to make peace that those things are going to happen, no matter what we do. They're out of our control. But the positive side of that is that the weeks where things don't get in the way as rare as they might be, it will feel like a fucking breeze compared to all the others. There is always normally something, so let's make peace with that and let's stop saying fuck it when the things that interrupt our plans mean that they don't go perfectly executed. Next, we want to take a flexible approach to our health and fitness. We want to actually factor in time and thought to the things that might take us off course or take us in a little bit of a different direction to where we planned on going. If you've got seven days to get three workouts in, then you've got four days to be flexible with. That's sick. It means if you miss a Monday, then you'll be like, ah, no worries, I'll just do it tomorrow. If you miss a Tuesday, there's still literally five days left in the week to get three sessions in. And you know what? If you get to Thursday and you've still not done a workout, maybe you just aim for two. Be flexible about it. It is not the end of the world. And remember, if you wanted to do three full workouts, but you've done one and it's Saturday, 
and you definitely don't feel like you've got the right amount of time, you've got the spoons or the capacity to get to the gym, smash out a home workout. It's not perfect, but it is something and it is going to take you closer to that place that you want to be in the big picture. The small stuff builds up, which leads me on to my next point, which is keep thinking of the small actions that are all going to lead to that bigger picture. What can you do today that contributes to your overall goal? So with a lot of people that listen to this podcast, with a lot of people I work with, we're wanting to build good habits and they're wanting to build a body that affirms them. And often a lot of my people will be months away from things like gender affirming care, top surgery, hormones, the things that they need to feel like themselves. But what can they do today that will take them towards that bigger picture? Can they do some movement to make them feel strong and empowered? Can they eat well to make sure they're fueling themselves? Can they do something that's going to make them feel good because they're working towards something that's a long way off? Breaking it down into small actions is so much easier than just fixating on a bigger picture that might feel really far away right now. So for me, while I was waiting for top surgery, all I was thinking is get up and train, build my body in a way that affirms me because I can't do anything about the top surgery right now. I'm still waiting for it. Right now, the small actions that I can do every day are things like get up and work on my business. And in my head, I'm not putting pressure on myself for Fuzz Culture Club to be the number one inclusive coaching community in the world. That's what I want. But the one small action that gets me closer to that every day is to get up and work on my business, train, eat well, sleep well, because they make me feel good. So if you're listening to this now, what small actions can you do today that are going to build up that bigger picture? Next on my list of things you can do to get rid of that all or nothing mindset is stop being afraid to fail. And that isn't easy. We hate failing, especially the British people. We always hate failing. We hate the thought of like being embarrassed or having to say that something didn't work out. But sometimes you will have an idea and it won't work. And you are talking to the absolute prince of ideas that have failed. I have had so many jobs. I have been self-employed in lots of different areas of life. I have tried and failed things with Fuzz Culture Club since I started, but that's how it's got to where it is now. And I'm forever proud of every idea that has failed because it's taken me to the next thing. I want you to accept that failure. We want to learn from it and we want to come back stronger every time. There is a reason that so many people say, learn from your mistakes. We learn so, so much from failing. We learn what does work. We learn what doesn't we learn the things that we never want to do again. <laughs> Next up, something that I've spoken about so much so far, which I'll probably do a whole episode on at some point, is about practicing imperfect action. Like I said before, a 10 minute home workout is so much better than nothing if you don't have the spoons to go to the gym. Throwing like a simple meal together with frozen vegetables, packet rice, and a protein source is way better than just not eating anything because you don't have the perfect ingredients to make the meal that's in your head right now. Completing 50% of your to-do list is loads better than completing 0% of it. Which leads me on to my final point. Stop waiting for the perfect time to do everything because there literally just isn't one. I don't know if any of you have heard that quote. I can't remember who said it, but... It says the best time to start was yesterday. The second best time is today. 
I am a person that has put off everything that I've ever wanted to do until the last few years of my life. I put off wanting to be a full-time musician because I was people-pleasing. And I was like, oh, there'll be a better time for me to do that. And there never, ever was. At one point, I put off studying to be a personal trainer because it didn't feel like the right time. And I had so much imposter syndrome. And I thought one day that might just go away. And it didn't. There are so many things that I could have started years ago that I struggled to start because I was waiting for the right time. And a lot of the time, I see this with people that want to come and work with me. They'll say, oh, I'll start when I've got this new job because I'll give myself some time to settle into it. But what if you just started now? What if we worked around your new job with the flexible approach? What if we gave yourself some grace if you had a stressful day and missed a workout? If you want to go back to studying because there's something you want to learn and you think, well, I'll do that in about a year when the time's right. What about starting it now if you have the means? Dealing with life when it's busy is something that we all have to do. There's never, ever a perfect time. Now, as I get into the back end of this episode, I want to acknowledge that a lot of us are very, very driven and a lot of us want more for ourselves. And that's literally why you're listening to this podcast. I wouldn't expect anyone to be listening to this podcast if they weren't bothered about their health and their well-being. A lot of us want it all, and it's absolutely valid. I want it all. I want to have everything. I want Fuzz Culture Club to help as many people as possible. I want to play music and tour and travel. I want to live in the body that feels right for me, and I want to live as my authentic self. But I'm not going to have all of that if I have a fixed all-or-nothing mindset. And I'm not going to have all of that by aiming for absolute perfection every day and not accepting my failures. A really good example of an all or nothing mindset, as I said at the beginning, is a New Year's resolution. So as I finish out this podcast, I'm going to hit you with some facts about New Year's resolutions. So I did my research And 58% of the UK population will make a New Year's resolution next year, roughly. So 30 million people in the UK alone are going to make a New Year's resolution once the 1st of January comes. Imagine if all those people just started now. They'd have two months on everyone else. Really interestingly, millennials and Gen Z are actually the generations that make the most New Year's resolutions. And that doesn't surprise me at all, because I think... Millennials and Gen Z are absolutely, we are the most action-orientated and driven generation yet, 100%. We really do want more for ourselves. In terms of the outcome of keeping those New Year's resolutions, 66% of people in the UK will abandon their New Year's resolutions within a month. And then most of the rest of them will have given them up by the seven-week mark. And that's a lot. For Americans only 9% of people will actually succeed with their resolutions. I couldn't actually find a number for how many people will succeed in the UK. Um, If anyone's got one, though, please share it with me. And I was trying to think, why is that? And for a lot of the time, I really do think that comes down to an all-or-nothing approach, the fear of failure and no support system. So given that in mind, let's make a pact together to ditch all-or-nothing for good. We can allow ourselves to want it all, but we can be smart about it. We've got to embrace our failures and embrace our imperfections, which 
again, sounds cheesy like so much of this stuff does that I talk about when it comes to mindset and health and well-being, but there's a reason that it works. I want us all to keep showing up regardless of how long that we haven't showed up for. And if you want more for yourself, if you want to sail into the new year feeling your absolute best and not relying on new years to set new habits when it comes to nutrition, exercise, health and well-being, let's start now because now is the absolute best time. And if you're a person that feels this way, then you are absolutely FCC vibes. You will fit in so well with my lot. So if you're ready to start now, hit the form in the show notes and let's talk about it. I really hope this episode has been helpful in addressing if you have any of those all or nothing tendencies. I know sometimes mine will try and come back and I have to kind of like bat them away and be like, no, I'm not having that attitude. And it's always a work in progress. It always will be for me. If this podcast has helped you, I would absolutely love it if you give it a share because who knows, it might help someone else. And every share of this podcast that gets put on Instagram stories, TikTok, it honestly helps me grow Fuzz Culture Club more than you'll ever know. And I am forever appreciative of those of you that do share it to your stories and share that it's helped them. So lovely people. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. If you make it down to one of the Louise shows this weekend, please let me know. Please come and say hi. Tell me how much you deadlift at the match. <laughs> Take it easy, Cultivate family. I'm out. <laughs>